0: One touch from Jesus can make everything well. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Friday morning to you. It is a beautiful sun-soaked Friday morning here where I am, never mind the fact that it's 40 degrees, (laughs) but uh, the sun certainly warms the heart and makes it feel uh, so much better. Uh, Today we're moving on, we're going to be finishing uh, Luke chapter 8, and today's passage um, reveals two encounters between Jesus and uh, two people very much in need. Um, One is a woman who had been afflicted by a bleeding disorder her whole life. Uh, Mark's gospel gives us insight into her story that Luke's does not. Um, But she uh, had been afflicted for 12 years, and after many efforts to seek healing from doctors and all of the treatments they knew to offer, Uh, no one could heal her, no one could make her well. And so she had set out after hearing about Jesus to get just close enough to touch the hem of his robe, believing that if she could just touch him, healing would come. And then we also see the story of a very sick little girl uh, who is uh, very rapidly moving toward death. And her father who desperately loved her, ran and found Jesus and begged him to come to their home uh, because he believed Jesus had the power to heal his beloved daughter. Uh, Desperation will drive us to do things that otherwise might sound crazy, Um, but when we're desperate, we get uh, very real very fast about the circumstances we're in. And that's uh, the situation of the two people in this story, and... Uh, Beautifully, we will see healing come to both of their lives. Uh, But uh, before we head into the passage, let's spend some time with the Father and uh, thank Him for another week. Heavenly Father, we thank you again. Uh, It's Friday, (laughs) and uh, we all sort of collectively take a sigh of relief and a deep breath. And uh, Lord, we can look back and we can thank you that it's done. Uh, We can thank you that we made it. Uh, We can thank you that your hand was at work leading and guiding us through the week. Um, Every week comes with its challenges, but every week comes with its joys as well. And so we give you thanks for both because you're revealed in both. And your love for us um, shows forth in both And so we give you thanks. Father, we love your word, and we come before you today uh, trusting that you have something to say. And we come with ready hearts to receive what you have for us. Uh, We just thank you, Jesus, that you meet with us. You're faithful to meet with us. Uh, The word says wherever two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst of them. And so we trust that you're with us. Your presence is here. And we give you thanks. Uh, Teach us today, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, today we're going to be in Luke chapter 8, verses 40 through the end of the chapter, verse 56. And uh, it's quite a long section, but uh, beautiful, beautiful stories of healing emerge today. Here's what Luke writes. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter... A girl of about 12 was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out for me. Then the woman seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Now, uh, this is kind of a typical scene. We see Jesus arriving in a town. Uh, He's immediately surrounded by people. Uh, So much so in this instance that um, Luke tells us he was uh, so pressed in by the crowds that they almost crushed him. Um, that speaks to a couple of things. That tells me that the word has really spread about Jesus now. That tells me that people are believing what they're seeing and hearing, and they're coming out in droves to see for themselves and to hear for themselves and to uh, maybe on a long shot believe that Jesus might take up their cause. And in this particular instance, uh, Jesus is... um, approached by a father whose daughter 12 years old who he loves so dearly is very sick and dying and as he's walking along um, a woman who's been sick for a long time and no one seems to have the answer reached out her hand to touch him and power left him and she is instantly healed she is healed on the spot Something doctors and treatments could not do over the course of 12 years. Jesus did in an instant. And he knew in that moment that power left him. And Peter is perplexed. How could you possibly know, Jesus, that someone intentionally touched you when this crowd is pressing in around you? Seems to me, could have been anyone. But Jesus says, no, someone touched me and power left. (laughs) And so the woman is realizing she better fess up. And she does. She comes before him trembling. She's afraid that she's offended him, that she's done something wrong. And in that culture, for a Jewish woman to reach out and touch a man that wasn't her husband would have been against the rules. But instead of chiding her, instead of putting her on the spot, Jesus says something that's beautiful. In that moment, he calls her daughter. (laughs) And um, that's a beautiful thing. That's a dignifying word. He's saying to her, you're welcome in the kingdom. You're one of God's beloved. I care for you. And he says to her, your faith has healed you. And then he says, go in peace. Can you imagine being afflicted for 12 years with some illness that just no one has the answer for? And all the turmoil and all the difficulty of dealing with that day after day after day for 12 long years. And you hear the Lord say to you, go in peace. <laughs> and now you know you can believe it because he's healed you. And you can have peace once again. You can enjoy life once again. You can be fully alive once again because Jesus has healed you. And while he was finishing up his time with this woman, someone came back from the home of Jairus to let them know that, that Jairus' daughter had died. And they said, hey, she's gone now. You might as well not bother the teacher. But Jesus says, no, I'm coming with you. And he gives Jairus some encouragement. He says, don't be afraid of this news. Just believe, have faith, and she will be healed. Seems like an impossible task for someone who's already died. Uh, But when he arrived at the house, Jesus went in with Peter, James, and John, and then the father's mother, and uh, father and the daughter's mother and father and he left everyone else outside and they're already beginning to wail and mourn her passing and Jesus arrived inside and he said stop wailing she's not dead but asleep they laughed at him the whole crowd laughed at him knowing that she was dead but he took the little girl by the hand and he said my child get up and she did at once (laughs) Uh, Then Jesus gave them instructions about feeding her and uh, left her parents completely astonished. Now, it's interesting. At the end of the passage, he tells them not to tell anyone. The whole crowd there is seeing this happen, and he's leaving them with an impossible task. He had to know, and they knew in their hearts that they would be telling everyone they could get their hands on, this story was going to get out. Um, Jesus performed another resurrection. Now, uh, according to Luke's gospel, this is the second time he has raised a person from the dead. We just saw a few chapters ago Jesus did this again. And um, so now he's performed two resurrections. And uh, what a miraculous gift that is to give back to someone, uh, their child, who has died. And uh, here he does it once again. And uh, the reminder is, and it's consistent with the previous two stories that we read here late in chapter 8, the story of Jesus calming the storm and the story of Jesus healing the person who had been afflicted by demons is that Jesus has command over every power that we might fear. Uh, The storm could crush them and drown them, and Jesus had power over the storm. And the demons possessed this man, and Jesus had power over the demons. And death had overtaken this little girl, and Jesus had power over death. And Jesus has power over afflictions that seem not to have a cure. And so, again, the message is consistent all the way through chapter 8. There is nothing Jesus doesn't have command over. He has command over nature. He has command over the spirit world. He has command over illness. He has command over death. There is nothing more powerful than Jesus. If nothing that can come at you is more powerful than Jesus, then the message about Jesus is that He is God. He is the ultimate authority. He is sovereign above all. And we just have to put our faith in Him and believe. And we too will one day be healed of all the things that afflict us now. And that's the promise of the end of the book, right, in Revelation. uh, At the end, in 21, we see that Jesus is preparing for us a world in which we'll live, a kingdom in which we'll live, where crying will be no more, where illness will be no more, and we'll be dancing and laughing and full of joy where once we were sick and broken and full of pain. What a beautiful promise, my friends, and I can't think of a better passage to end the week on than being reminded that there is nothing Jesus uh, cannot overcome in our lives. There is nothing uh, greater than his power. He has command over anything that can afflict us. And so we must have faith to believe it, Um, but the reality is what it is. Uh, Jesus is sovereign over all. So, my friends, have faith. Uh, find joy in that truth, and may you have a great weekend. We'll look forward to getting caught up uh, with each other again on Monday. God bless. Take care.